This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do you ever have that thing happen where you haven't seen what the bumper is going to be, but you know it right before it plays, and yeah. then it plays, and you're like, I did it. Bumper voo. It, that's what it's called. Hey, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Welcome to Monday, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Hey, guess what? What? We may only get Bradley Trainer for 15 minutes today. Whoa. Okay, let's bring everybody up to speed on what we've been dealing with behind the scenes, Bradley, when it comes to you and your day. Um, I would just like to tell you that uh, things have gotten real over here. And uh, where is it? Darn it. I was going to play you a song. Oh, no. And now oh. I can't. Dun, 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 dun. What? That's supposed oh, to be Law & Order. Law & Order. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Here we go. I knew it was there. So it turns out, you guys, a couple... Well, actually, right before quarantine, I got a notice from, I think, Hennepin County, right? It's Hennepin County? Yep. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. You're doing a good job of knowing okay. things right now. <laughs> so they're going to sign me up. No, I got jury duty. Uh, jury duty summons you've been, uh, in March. You've been duty. I was dutied by <laughs> Hennepin County. And I put it off at the time because I don't know if you know this pandemic COVID 19 that kind of threw everything up in the air and actually the main reason i first uh postponed uh jury duty was uh because we we're supposed to be on vacation oh my gosh remember when that you really go back in remember time vacation remember the beginning of this experience how we thought and how much things have changed yeah because <laughs> there was a moment where bradley you you delayed your jury duty because you were like, we might still go on a cruise. Yeah, exactly. Now, hindsight being 2020, we're like, how cute. How Aww. cute. <laughs> well, the good news is jury duty is still on <laughs> and the postponement is up, which means starting today for the next two weeks, I'm doing my civic duty. Yay for duty. And because of COVID-19, it's changed the way we do this a little bit. There's always been this like call-in thing you can do, a call-in option where if you don't want to go sit in the county courthouse, you can call in in advance. The mm-hmm. only problem is you have to call in twice a day, um, the night before, essentially. So I had to call last night at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Good news. Didn't have jury duty this morning because mm-hmm. I'm here with you. Um, but then I have to call again at 12.15 every day Which to is... find out if I need to run to the courthouse by 1 o'clock. Luckily, luckily, at 12.15 every day, we have what's called in the business a break. A commercial. So <laughs> so it actually like lends itself well to our yeah. own schedule. But the point is that come 12.15 today... We like when we come back for the dirt. You don't alert, know. We I don't could know be if here you'll be or here not. or not. 
So we're all a little bit on pins and needles. Was I raptured by my civic responsibilities? We won't know. But you know what? In the event that it's possible you will have to go, we should probably go through some of the big things that you brought to talk about today. Yeah, I want to make sure I get everything out of my system. But why don't you tell me the thing you want to make sure you get to of the list that I brought to you? Okay, so bring bring us the list. What do you have? What do you got? What do you got? Well, where do we want to start? How about, um, oh, did you see the story about Chris Evans over the weekend? He accidentally shared his wiener, a picture of it anyway, or Um, somebody, we think it's his wiener, we're not quite sure. What, what, okay, well. They said put a pin in that. Put a pin in that, put a pin in Chris Evans' wiener. Chris Evans' wiener story. Okay. Great. Okay. Oh, Holly seems a little I'm feeling like she won't be voting for that one. (gasps) Then there's um, the story about Britney Spears' dad uh, saying that it's too soon for Britney to have an opinion about what's going on in her conservatorship 12 years later. Oh, it's too oh, soon. Oh, really? It's too, too soon? soon. Oh, okay, okay, stick a pin in that. Okay. What else? Uh, peeps. Apparently, no Halloween peeps this year. COVID has killed my favorite marshmallowy candy. Okay, I definitely don't want to talk about that next. Rude. Sorry, Rude. maybe later. Plot thickens. Ghislaine Maxwell's dad apparently was funneling money to Jeffrey Epstein before he died. Okay. But wait, there's more. Ding, ding, ding. You want to talk about that? I. Or do you want to talk about aliens on Venus? Yes. What do you want to talk about right now? Because we have to Let's make sure for Gillian. sure. Let's get to, Holly. Are you on board with Ghislaine Maxwell? Yes. Okay. Okay. So at least you know today you're going to get one story out of me, and that story is from. Uh, well, this one comes from the New York Post, but it's about Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell, really quickly, right hand woman to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, noted uh, sex offender. Abuser, mm-hmm. pedophile, sex trafficker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She's behind bars. Everybody has wondered for years what brought the two of them together. They've also wondered how Jeffrey Epstein got all his money. Well, according to this new report in the New York Post, which comes from, um, I guess, the Sun tabloid in the UK, mm-hmm. the mystery over where Jeffrey got his mammillions, probably babillions, may lie. In Ghislaine Maxwell's dad. Now, I, as someone who knows the story very well, Colleen, why does that sound weird? Well, isn't her dad deceased? Yes. And also, the storyline up to this point has been that after her dad died, she went to New York. Right. And that's and- where she connected with Jeffrey Epstein. While she was sort of on the fall and he was on the rise... And they each had something that the other one needed. Exactly. However, according to this guy named Jean-Luc Brunel, who apparently is a bad guy in his own right, he was a model scout um, and friends in this milieu, he says actually, and this is based on conversations that have just been uncovered from like 20 years ago, that at the time he said that Ghislaine Maxwell's father, and by the way, put a pin in that guy, I mean, he's dead, so don't, um, because won't hurt him. there was a scandal around Ghislaine Maxwell's father. Her father, after he died, was found to have been essentially, you know, scamming and taking everybody for a, like he was a bad guy in his own right when it came to money, right? Financial right. ne'er do well, right? So that, and that was, was all exposed, you know. That we all knew. Yeah, yeah, we all knew that. Well, this guy Jean Luc Brunel says, "Oh, 
Maxwell's father was one of Jeffrey's early clients. And so a lot he he basically funneled a lot of, a lot of money to Jeffrey Epstein and that's how Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein then took that money, made more money off of it, and he was one of the people that led to Jeffrey Epstein becoming so disgustingly rich and powerful. So that connects Jeffrey Epstein to Ghislaine Maxwell through her father mm. far earlier than we thought they had connected before. Okay, so that's real, real fishy. Because, and I mean, again, everybody's wondering, how did, because the story about Jeffrey Epstein is like, how did he get people to just hand over all this money? Well, if you think about it, you know, the other people that are connected, uh, the very, very rich people who were connected to Jeffrey Epstein who gave him money, it seems like Jeffrey Epstein did a very good job of collecting dirt on these people in order to have some some sort of leverage over them. Right. So do you do we think that he had some he had the dirt on Ghislaine Maxwell's dad? I mean, one would have to imagine, right? Like obviously oh, we don't know. AMG. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Because then that you know, remember we one of the other things that we keep talking about is that that is one of the ways he also manipulated the the children, the young women who he was using mm-hmm. sex trafficking mm-hmm. by sort of giving them ultimatums based on what he had on them. Mm-hmm. So if he had stuff on Ghislaine Maxwell's father, he probably also then had things on Ghislaine Maxwell which is partly how he probably controlled her to do the nasty, yeah. terrible things that she did. Yeah, anything is possible. Like, right, we don't have details and we don't know for sure, but this um, account, and again, the the way we know this is um, th- this possible financial connection between Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell's dad were allegedly disclosed by this model scout guy, Jean-Luc Brunel. And Holly, feel free to jump in if you have details, because sometimes I know you've got random weird, rich, creepy people knowledge. Mm. It's a talent. Thanks. <laughs> um, no, but I know you've been paying attention to this story as well. And um, he revealed this stuff in conversations 20 years ago. And according to... Um, Wait, who did? So Jeffrey this Ep- oh, Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc Brunel okay. character talked about these ties between Epstein and Maxwell um, 20-some years ago. Quote, uh, this is one of the one of the... Uh, Jean-Luc Brunel's former close associates told um, the son, quote, the son being the tabloid, Jean-Luc was telling acquaintances how Ghislaine's father, Robert Maxwell, was one of the reasons why Jeffrey had so much money. He said Maxwell had been one of Epstein's early investment clients. I assumed, that is Jean-Luc Brunel saying, I assumed that Maxwell had invested in Epstein, who then used that money to make his own. So that's fascinating and eye-opening because that puts uh, a connection between the two of them far earlier than we had first thought. Mm-hmm. It certainly, I mean, it certainly leads to, for me, it leads to more questions. Definitely. About the nature of their relationship. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And Which and, was already sketchy at best. Yeah. Yeah, right? there's a lot of mystery still around something like people really have genuine, you know, there are genuine gaps in the knowledge around Jeffrey Epstein's life when it comes to how he became so financially successful. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that we are going to continue to find out, 
you know, um, more and more about just what I mean. And it's no it's no great thing to believe or to understand that he had to be up to no good in terms of how he made money. Like this wasn't just some guy who happened to be really good at what he did. And oh, by the way, also happened to be this evil mastermind of sex trafficking. Right. Right. Like his business sense was great, but he also like, no, I mean, the guy, if he was evil, was evil, you know, from 9 a.m. until you know the time he went to sleep. Exactly. Uh, Bradley, I don't want you to be late. It is 1215. Oh, God, um, I have to call for jury Bradley duty. Bradley has to call for jury duty. He may or may not be back with us when we return. Fingers crossed. Uh, but when we return, we will definitely have a dirt alert from Elizabeth Reese on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Well, we are plus one Elizabeth Reese, minus one Bradley Trainer, and Holly Roberts and I are here on bated breath, waiting to hear what dirt you have to shovel at us while we figure out what we're going to do with the rest of the show because Bradley got called up. What happened to Bradley? Well, so we knew this was going on, Elizabeth. He's uh, he had to defer his jury duty. Um, to and it just happens. This is the week, so they're still doing that. Yes, they certainly are. (laughs) It's rolling on. He got called, so you know we knew that he had to call in in the morning to see, and he didn't have to go this morning. And then he got he had to call at twelve fifteen and check. And guess what? No. Yeah. So he's on his way. So it's going to be an interesting day, and we're just you know what this is called thinking on your feet yeah this is also called hashtag 2020 thank you which is just if it can go wrong it probably will yeah don't say that well i'm just saying that's just the way to look at life you have to manage your expectations true if something can cause like a slight wrinkle but also then also celebrate all the good things that happen yeah yeah every single one of them yeah so, Elizabeth, uh, is that water still intact? I just want to make sure. Yeah, it hasn't broken. Okay, We're good. in good right. shape. Okay, yep, good. I will let you know. We are on Baby Watch 2020, um, but we I'm sure we have a few more weeks. Okay, good. At least a couple. Perfect. Maybe okay. a week and a half. Why don't you sling some dirt at me? Let's do it. Okay, so Chris Evans um, accidentally uploaded a photo of his nether regions yeah. onto the old Insta story. You know, this is why it's very dangerous to have this stuff in your camera roll yes. because it is so easy to send things to people and um, lots of people. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People are tweeting at him and celebrities just having a really good time with 
him. His junk. Yeah. yeah. Do we know like what he thought he was doing? Or know. like has he spoken up about this experience at all? <laughs> no, but his um his brother Scott Evans said on Twitter was off social media for the day yesterday. So what did I miss? <laughs> that's cute. Okay, that's kind of adorable. Yeah. Oh. Um, Chrissy Teigen said my WhatsApp automatically saves every photo to my role. So any boobs in my phone are my girlfriend showing me their boobs or boobs they hate or boobs they love, but definitely also my boobs. She said, I'd say 80% of my role is WhatsApp nonsense between friends. I will say that what that, that feature of WhatsApp where it, it uploads all pictures to your own feed. It does not do that. Yes, it absolutely does. Like on your phone. Right. So like if I, like, for example, I have a friend who, um, lives internationally and he has three beautiful children and every once in a while in WhatsApp, he'll send me kid pictures and then I'll be like flipping through my own pictures later. I'm like, why do I have all of his kids in my, in my camera roll? This is making sense because we have a neighborhood block group WhatsApp. Oh yeah. So we have our neighborhood on a WhatsApp Yeah. and this, um, we, you know, this kind of came out of necessity for communication over mm-hmm. the summer during some difficult times in Minneapolis. But that then now it's kind of just turned into a communication. So I was wondering because one woman sent out that she had a new baby and then the baby photo ended up in my camera roll. <laughs> yeah, and no, that's, that's what's why. happening. Yeah, that's why. Surprise baby. But it's not the opposite. It's not like every photo that you take on your camera automatically no, gets no, no, uploaded no, no. to WhatsApp. No, it's no, no. It's whatever like, sent via WhatsApp yes, ends up in your in camera. Your camera roll. So you just got to manage it and be careful about where you're putting your photographs 100% yeah you really do I mean we've seen a lot of people it's fascinating how during this time when people are home you know we're actually seeing more of their intimate details of their life because they're home and so like we're seeing things in the background right that you just Mm -hmm. wouldn't have seen before there you go I just want to hear from Chris Evans himself like what (laughs) actually happened yes please let us know the intimate details of that the statistics of how many people have naked photos of themselves on their phone right how many it's probably a lot higher than you think i kind of think so and i get like and and it doesn't count if it's like a sports bra like a before and after photo if you want to take photos of like when you're doing a cleanse or something right or you're like i'm starting a 30-day ab challenge are you saying that doesn't count that doesn't count i agree because those aren't like meant to be sexy that's not a sexy photo that's like i want to see if i can get a six-pack yeah Yeah. that's information yeah because that chris evans photograph well it was information of a sort (laughs) well okay so can can i ask a question yeah um like i'm not maybe apparently savvy enough to actually find the picture. What do you mean? It got deleted. I know. But, but it's out there. I yeah. know. But like I can't. Here's get- the thing with the photograph. It's that it's of many. It's a screenshot of his camera roll. So you have to look at that. Uh, and then within the camera roll mm-hmm. on the bottom right hand side, you will find um, a blossoming. The money shot. The, thank the you. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. Blossoming. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Okay. <laughs> Um, Drew Barrymore's show premiered today, and um, she had special appearances by Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and then her longtime friend Adam Sandler. Is this the one where she, did she interview herself for this? For well, it's her talk show. I know, but wasn't there there was that just for a promo where she actually was interviewing her younger self? Oh, I don't know. That wouldn't be surprising. Okay, maybe I dreamt that. Whatever. She. Um, she is all over the place. I mean, she did. There was a big piece on Sunday morning with her. 
And um, so they're trying to launch her into the talk show realm. It'll be interesting to see how it does. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I just I feel like can am I the only one who's a little talk show exhausted right now? Well, no, everybody has it. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of talk shows. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like I did. I don't know. As long I, as you're not exhausted of Twin Cities Live, never, <laughs> never. Speaking of people who have talk shows, Rachel Ray shared the first look at the aftermath of her house fire that happened at her house oh. in, um, in August. So fans got to look at it um, through her Instagram, and boy, I mean, it looks, it's very bad. It I'm is... just so glad that she wasn't there. Oh. oh. Because that, I mean, it is it is terrible. She is showing this photo, and you can see, and she said, this was our bedroom and our library, and that was our bathroom and our dressing area. Ugh. Or rather, what I should say is that, that she was safe because yeah. were, was she there when it happened? I don't. I think uh, yeah, because she said they watched it. Oh my gosh! But it no, happened upstairs, and they had just redone her kitchen, and her kitchen is like her dream kitchen at this mm. house. Um, but she said fifteen years of memories, happened? forty years of notebooks, drawings, thoughts, my life's work. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll be down to Bradley. But we need you to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. No, he had to go to jury duty. So it's just us, Holly and Colleen, and the 30 second pop culture challenge. Yeah. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Tim on the line. All right. And what is Tim playing for? He's playing for fabulous My Talk 1071 t shirt. Wonderful. All right, Tim, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Which rock and roll legend sings the new theme song for Monday Night Football? Wow. Uh, Carrie Underwood at one point. Nope. You want to pass? Uh, uh, yes. Hello Kitty is from what country? China. Japan. Yes. Cynthia Nixon played what character on Sex in the City? Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, I passed. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of what state? California. Anakin Skywalker is the real name of what Star Wars villain? Darth Vader. Ah, Tim, thank you for playing. You did really well, but But there were two that you did not get correct. So let's go back and answer those. Which rock and roll legend sings the new theme song for Monday Night Football? It's Little Richard. I didn't even know that. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, And Cynthia Nixon played what character on Sex and the City? Uh... She played Miranda. Miranda Hobbs. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. All right. Well, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we typically do that with the help of Bradley and me. But But now he's gone now. He went bye-bye in the car car. He had to go bye now. And uh, Donna, we didn't get to her fast enough, I don't think. Is she in the other room? I, You know, it would be interesting if I yelled for Donna, if I physically got up and yelled for Donna. 
Do you want to try it? Do I want to? Well, okay. Let's try it. Okay, guys. Wait a second. This is called on air producing. Um, Bradley Trainer had to go to jury duty at twelve fifteen today. If I'm being really honest, we didn't think he'd really actually have no to Donna. go. No Donna. Okay, well, fine. No, I, I mean, I heard other people, but you know what? We had no Donna, so let's no just Donna. play. Yeah. So uh, I was just saying we didn't actually think Bradley would actually have to go to jury duty, ah. but he did. Um, and you know what? Now we'll have a great story to tell. But in the meantime, in between time, um, I'm going to attempt to do these blind items solo. Yeah. Here in we go. In this segment we call Blinded by the Item. You know, it's a real shame because we do have some really delicious and juicy celebrity gossip mysteries, but they're all for you, Colleen. I serve them up for you to solve. Here's our first one. <laughs> I did one. just get a text from Donna. She was like, sorry, I had to go. So she's listening in the car. Hey, Donna. Hey, Donna. Call, all right. Call if you know them. All right. All right, let's go. Here it is. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. At this point. The foreign-born B-plus-less actress and her singing husband are staying together to not have to deal with the press of splitting. These kinds of arrangements really start to fall apart when the couple begins to hate each other and resent each other. Ooh, foreign-born B-plus-less actress and singing husband. Yes. Okay, so that's not... That is not like our friend. Uh, that wouldn't be John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. No, that's not, that doesn't count. No, okay. but he's a singing husband. Is he a really well-known singing husband? Yeah. Well, we know him. Okay. And I think a lot of other people would know him. Okay. Um, and we know her too. Okay. And think about: Are they young? Ish. Thirties. Okay. I think she's in her thirties. Okay. And he might even be in his 20s. I don't even remember okay. anymore. How is old he, is this guy? Is he like a hip hop style uh, singer? No. No. He's not. Uh, okay. This guy is 27 years old. Okay. So the guy is 27. She is 38. Okay. Come She's, on, Colleen. Okay. I know you Justin can do it. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale. No. Uh. Oh, yeah, because she's not foreign born. Mm-hmm. I got to be really honest. Donna is texting me right now. Okay. So. And what does Donna so have to helping. say? She was the one that said Justin Timberlake. Oh, ro- sorry, Donna. <laughs> this one's for you, honey. Incorrect. Honey. Come on, Colleen. You know, I know, I I know bet I do. you I know. know this. Think about the original publationship. The original. Mm. Oh, can't beat the real oh thing. Oh, my gosh. Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You know what is so funny? Is that I don't think of them as married because I only consider them a publationship. So, like, I didn't even... Okay, so, fill in the blank. Yeah. It was, like, not on my radar. So, at this point, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are staying together to not have to deal with the press of splitting. These kinds of arrangements really start to fall apart when the couple begins to hate each other and resent each other. I mean, is that not totally believable? Well, yeah, because it's, like, it's one thing... To have people manage your wedding and all celebratory and all this other kind of stuff. And then that's the other thing that like when you break up and then you have to explain why it didn't work. And I don't know, Priyanka Chopra cut her bangs. So maybe that's her way of like <laughs> dealing with it. Not that I haven't been there before. Right. We all have. Yeah, we've um, all. Mm-hmm. I do just want to say they just posted a selfie recently um, and I saw like a headline about it and I thought to myself, 
wow, they've really been falling down on the job lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not. That's uh, this is all very, very believable. Okay, next, next. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen to solve, and Donna to kind of solve via text. Yeah, it's gonna I be fun. <laughs> I don't know where she is. I hope she's not driving. Donna, be safe. Yeah, be safe, Donna. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. This permanent A-plus list model made it clear she didn't want to co-host for her new show. Even if the ratings tank, Um, the producers are not allowed to bring in a co-host. That's going to be Tyra to the Banks. Thank you. And the show? That would be Dancing with the Stars. There you go. Interesting. So she must have... She must have thrown that in the 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 contract totally. that she would do this solo. This does not surprise me, not even a little bit. She is a one woman show. She would never ever share the spotlight on that. She's gonna smize the crap mm. out of Dancing with the Stars. So yeah, NT is. lawyer is saying that Tyra Banks has made it clear that she doesn't want to co-host for Dancing with the Stars, even if the ratings tank. The producers are not allowed to bring in a co-host. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Now I really want to get to this next one. Okay, 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 okay. This is the one that I really wanted to get to today. Please enjoy this celebrity gossip mystery. It wasn't a specific person the A-plus list superhero had taken the photo for. The actor known for his sex dungeon has sent the photo to many of the women he has hooked up with, plus others. The comic actress had seen it before, so he's been sending it out at least that long. Interesting. Okay, so obviously that's uh, Chris Evans. The comic actress. Yes. It was his ex-girlfriend. Uh, who was he with? I'll just tell you. It's Jenny Slate. Oh, thank you. Because Oh, that's right. They were together. Uh, but let's get to the juicy part of this. So it wasn't a specific person that Chris Evans had taken the photo for. That photo of Ashwinas. So... Chris Evans, known for his sex dungeon, has sent the photo to many of the women he was hooked up with, plus others. His ex, Jenny Slate, had seen it before, so he's been sending it out at least that long. Ooh. Sex dungeon. Okay, that's Chris where I wanna, can Evans. Can we sit with the sex dungeon for a second? Because we've heard this rumor, but I all but forgot about it. Yeah, here's a blind item from 2019. Yay! Blinded by <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. Now, this was confirmed back in May of 2019 with NT Lawyer. He had this to say. Chris Evans spent nearly $100,000 on his sex dungeon. And I think we talked about this last year. So, totally didn't even put the two and two together this weekend. Mm -hmm. The picture... Mm-hmm. of uh, Chris Evans's uh, Schwenus, his Prince Toadstool, <laughs> if we may, <laughs> that we saw that, and it totally shouldn't surprise us whatsoever because he's horny. Yeah. And I, he yeah. likes, and he does, if, if, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, generalize here, but the person who spends that kind of money on a sex dungeon is real proud of what his thing can do. And so it is like, I'm proud of my children. So I have a lot of pictures of my children in my phone. He's proud of his stuff. And so he has pictures of that in his phone. You know, uh, that's my logic. I'm going with it. If you have, if you spend six figures on a sex dungeon, you're pretty impressed with yourself. Yeah. Now I, now I'm curious. 
I wish that we could talk to someone who has experienced the Chris Evans sex dungeon experience. Right. I know that no one's going to want to go on the record with us. <laughs> Why would they? I know. But I if you like know. Jenny Slate might, might at some point in her life spill the beans on that. Don't you feel like yes? I think so. And I look I'm forward to that, that day. Did Donna have any contributions to our Blinded uh, by the Item segment? I will read you just really out of just pure entertainment. This is exactly the string that happened in this entire segment from Donna Valentine out of context. Ready? Ready. Sorry, had to go. I'll help you. I will. JT, no. LOL, sing. Ding. Tyra, Chris Evans. So she was with us. We give this to you, Donna. Thank you. We applaud Mm -hmm. you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is Halloween going to be like this year? Halloween in a pandemic No Bradley trainer right now. This was his story. We'll try to do it justice when we come back on My Talk 1071. A really weird day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, not here. No. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. Hey, before we get to any of the more of the weirdness, can I give you our five eyewitnesses? Oh, I wish you would. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you. It's brought to you by Southern Lights. We got sunshine 75 today. Clear skies 56 tonight. 79 windy, partly cloudy Tuesday. Right now, 66 with clear skies. But, well, you know, we kind of got a little smoke in the sky in 66. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, you know. And big, huge, uh, big, huge love to our friends out west who are experiencing um, what we have experienced in a far worse and scarier way. So mm-hmm. we're obviously um, thinking of them out there and, and putting all of our love that direction. Um, Bradley Trainer has uh, jury duty. He's <laughs> so, doing his civic responsibility. Go civic responsibility. Yes. So really quickly to bring everybody up to speed, uh, Bradley was with us for the first segment of the show. This is actually the second time Bradley has had uh, jury duty during his tenure on the Colleen and Bradley show. He does the the jury duty program where he calls in once in the morning and then once at 1215. Um, we thought like, oh, you know, we'll plan a show. He'll, pro- he'll probably still be with us. Yeah. But he'll, he'll make the call at 1215 and see what if he has to go in. Guess what? It happened. He, he had, had to, to go, go in. <laughs> so Bradley's uh, doing that thing, and, and we'll just sort of keep posted as to what that all means and how that works for him. Um, but in the meantime, in between time, it's just us, just the girls. Yeah. Myself, Colleen, Holly Roberts. Yeah. And one of the things Bradley wanted to talk about is his favorite candy, which is Peeps. That's so disgusting. What a, I, poor, what a listen, poor choice. Thank you for being Yesh. on board with me on that. I just don't understand them. But I do know that he has a deep, deep fondness for Peeps. But apparently this year, there will be no Halloween Peeps. Oh. Um, Halloween Peeps and Christmas Peeps will not return to stores until 2021. Um, are we supposed to be sad about this? Are we supposed to mourn? I didn't actually know we did other holiday peeps. So to be fair, I just thought they were really specialized for Easter. I didn't know that they made different shapes for other holidays, but that's just because I don't love peeps. But Bradley was, you know, curious about what Halloween would be like this year in the time of COVID, right? So like now we don't have Halloween peeps. Big deal. But what about Halloween? Like, are we going to have Halloween? 
Now, to be honest, I had an early thought that this is going to be a great year for Halloween because everybody will be wearing masks. Oh, so you already, it's like we already have costumes on. Right. You can just co-opt the masks that you already have, make it fun, make it fashion, make it scary. So I was thinking about that. And then Bradley brought up like, yeah, but you can't really social distance and put candy in a bucket. I'm like, okay, well, that's a good point. What do you mean you can't put candy in a bucket? I don't know. He was like, you do have to get close to, like, people come to your door. They say trick or treat. You open, like, you're interfacing with people. Oh, sure. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, what are we going to do? Are we going to do Halloween this year? Is it off? Well, it was. And how do you communicate that to the world? It was. Well, some places have actually tried, Colleen. So the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health last week actually revised its decision to cancel trick or treating. Because they were like, look, guys, we can't be trusted here. We can't do trick-or-treating. But then they walked it back and said, well, you can have trick-or-treating, but we're going to recommend that you probably don't do it. Because door-to-door trick-or-treating was going to be banned because of the very same things that you were saying. It's like, oh, that's great. We're social distancing. I'm going to go in front of a bunch of strangers and have them breathe on me and give me like toothbrushes and, and pencils. Okay. That was a dig at me, and I can take it. It's okay. <laughs> but they reversed the decision. So it's like now they're leaving it in the hands of the individuals, of the, of the communities, and to see whether or not people want to do it. You know, I will be really shocked if a lot of people do it. I would think that maybe communities are maybe thinking about what they're going to do because in Minnesota, it's not like. We are inexperienced with improv trick or treat experience. Right. I give you the blizzard of 1991. Right. We all you. remember that. It's true, right? Like we've had, although I, I distinctly recall going out trick or treating in that madness. But I'm sitting here thinking, and maybe this is like a good thing to put our energy toward. Like, how do we, how do we do a version of trick or treating that does not mean that we have to leave our homes or go you know what I mean like go from door to door like honestly I will probably just do a really good scavenger hunt in my house for pencils but uh, no but honestly I'll probably just buy because really all my kids want on Halloween they don't really care about the costume they're at that age they don't care about the costume they don't really even care about the going door to door they just want the biggest sack of candy ever that they can forget about two weeks later. The sweets. That's sweet all they care about. Sugar. That's it. So I'm thinking, like, how do I how do I give them a like a special version of that at home? But then I think about younger kids. Like I think about like kids like your nephew's age, where it sure. really is fun to pick out a costume. Like they spend weeks thinking about what they're gonna dress up as and then putting their costume together and then it's the occasion of the day of getting to wear it for an extended period of time and getting candy for that. Um, Like how do you have that fun and still stay safe? I don't know. Just get a slingshot and like shoot candy out. Like get some kind of like catapult for the kids. Make it fun. Just be like, make a game out of it. Bradley said that there was he had seen somebody who had like a tube, which I kind of love this idea. Like you stand up at the top of the steps 
and I just dump candy into the tube, and the tube goes right into people's sacks. I wasn't going to use that word, but cool. Um, <laughs> state, we just got an email from Stacy who said, use a fishing net. I like this idea. Nice. You just sort of like put your net out, and that's a good social distance. There's some kind of game situation that you could do. Yeah. If you, if you really wanted to, and you could be the fun house right. that launches candy, I have a feeling it might backfire. Some kid's going to get a crunch bar in the eye, and then the, yeah, it's, it's just not going to really mind work Mind the danger. Mind yeah. the danger aspect. I feel like if we get creative, and we got to start now, right? Because we've got a, a month and a half until Halloween, if we start getting creative right now, I feel like we could come up with a good plan. But I do think we need to be discussing this. And I don't know who our Halloween commissioner is. I don't know either. Who is in charge of coordinating Halloween this year? Which, okay. I was just going to go into this existential moment of like, how do we do Halloween? Like, it's not that interesting that we just do this every year? Like, everybody just knows to do it. And it, and it just happens. And by the way, Halloween is on Daylight Savings Time, oh. full moon, Saturday night. Okay, then I'm just going to advise everybody to be real careful. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your biggest pet peeve? 651-641-1071.